Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Well, the Jazz are back at it tonight in Washington against a Wizards team coming off a defeat. Last second loss to Sacramento. Wizards now 11 games under 500. Jazz are going to be without Mike Conley. He'll miss tonight's game for the Jazz due to hamstring management. PK, we have multiple questions up being debated on our Facebook page. And one of them, Mike Conley, Mike Conley out for the Wizards game. How much do the Jazz win by? People are pretty confident. Oh, they should be. I mean, I think this is sort of sending a message. You know, it's back-to-back tonight and tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I think by the Jazz resting Conley for the hamstring management, hammy man, as I call it, that uh, that basically they're saying, uh, we believe you're the lesser of the two teams here, Washington and Toronto, so we're going to rest him now because we think our chances of winning tonight are better without him, and then we'll take our chances tomorrow with him. That's the way I read it. So it's if Washington wants to read it that way, I wouldn't blame them. But what are you going to do about it? And the facts are the facts. Yep, that is how they read it. It does split the days off. He's got two days now off before he plays and two days off after he plays. And I would think those are the two considerations. But I think the main one would be what you said, which is lesser of the two teams. And by record, you can't really argue with that. So we'll see how it plays out because in any one game, anything can happen, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Game tips at 5 o'clock tonight. Jazz with a win would move to 30-10, and 10, be back to winning 75% of their games, which is a little over a 60-win pace in a full season. Game tips at 5, Jazz game night. The pregame show starts at 4 o'clock with Jake Scott and with, and with uh, Tim Lacombe, and so that'll be at 4. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Well, we've been talking about the big dogs in the West winning a lot lately, but not for the Clippers last night. Luka Doncic went off, and the Dallas Mavericks beat the Clippers. Doncic 42-9. Mavericks win 105-89, and PK sometimes scores are misleading late runs and all that kind of stuff, but Dallas was really in control of this game most of the way. The Clippers didn't have an answer for Doncic most of the way. This is just how this game was trending, and that, that final score is pretty representative of how things went. Ah, Doncic really is something else. I mean, all I can say, he really is a first-team all-whacker. I mean, he's just brilliant. And the Clippers stuck on 89 points, a little on the low end. Let's not ignore their lack of offense versus the the Mavs' defense. 89, that is a pretty tiny number in the NBA these days, especially for a team that averages about 25 points more per game than that. That is a poor performance. Nuggets, strong performance. They roll past Charlotte, 129-104. to Denver is now a half game in front of Portland as they go back and forth in the race for fifth. And they're closing in. They're only game behind the Clippers in the race for fourth. There was a break there. The top four had pulled away a little bit, but not so much with the Clippers uh, struggling here lately, four and six in their last ten. Nuggets are hot, eight and two in their last ten. They are closing that gap. Right on. Other scores of interest, Bucks needed OT, a last-second shot to get there. They get it, and they end up with a win in OT. They beat Philadelphia, two of the top three teams in the East. 
Giannis Antetokounmpo, 32 and 15. The Bucks knocked the Sixers off. Yeah, but no Joel Embiid. Golden State Warriors, they get the win. They beat the Houston Rockets 108 to 94. Steph Curry into the third quarter, stumbling backwards, falling on his tailbone on the steps and the stands beyond the bench. And he left the game with a bruised tailbone. We'll see how bad that is and how long he's out for. That was an awkward-looking play. You don't see that very often. Former NBA center Sean Bradley, former Cougar, suffered a traumatic spinal cord injury that left him paralyzed after being hit by a car from behind while riding his bike a block from his home in St. George on January 20th. He underwent neck fusion surgery. He spent the last eight weeks hospitalized and undergoing rehabilitation. Uh, It happened in January, only announced yesterday, released by the Dallas Mavericks, an official statement through the team. And that is uh, surprising and horrible news for Sean Bradley and his family. I know of so many people who've been in bike accidents. I mean, Kirk Craigthorpe's sister-in-law, his wife's sister, got killed in a bike accident. And in fact, I know somebody else, a guy who I play in my men's league, his sister and brother-in-law got hammered down in Utah County, and she ended up dying. And the brother-in-law lived, but obviously was seriously uh, messed up physically and mentally, as you can imagine, man. It's just freaking crazy. Milwaukee Bucks and Houston Rockets swinging a deal. P.J. Tucker, the big name in the trade, leaving the Rockets, going to the Bucks. Bucks are sending D.J. Augustin, D.J. Wilson to the Rockets for Tucker. Forward Rodian Kurix. The key to completing the deal includes redirecting of draft picks the two teams had previously traded. So Houston's pushing back a 2022 first-round pick that Milwaukee owes it. To the unprotected 2023 draft, sources said, and the Rockets get the right to swap their 2021 second-round pick for the Bucks' 2021 first round. Uh, pick. They say thing comes in threes, so I would like a three DJs. How about you? Put me in the deal, man. Yeah. A Bucks fan's going to be disappointed. Yeah, but Houston would be ecstatic. <laughs> so would everybody who plays Milwaukee. You can make a lot of people happy. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. All right, PK. March Madness gets going officially now. The first four games. And there are three games. And then the big one with UCLA and Michigan State. Drake and Wichita State. 427. That game is on... uh, Is that on TBS or TNT, Yuck? They're... They're split across True TV and TBS tonight. Okay, so it's TBS. TBS for Drake and Wichita State. It's TBD, PK. Texas, Texas Southern, Mount St. Mary's, uh, App State, Norfolk State. Those are the H-C- true TV games. No, yeah, H-C-A-C. Who, H-G-H-C. Who gives a crap? I was going to say. Well, you do when H-G-A-C. you try to find the game. I'm not going to be watching those games tomorrow during the day. Not even close. I'll watch the night game because it will affect the uh, Utah or BYU situation. But You don't want to watch nah, Appalachian man. State? I couldn't no, I'm going to skip no. App State and Norfolk State. And then because by that time, the Jazz game. Yeah, on. the Drake-Wichita State game will go. What about Drake-Bulldogs? It starts Bulldogs? like 30 minutes before the Jazz, 45 minutes. Good Nothing against the Drake-Bulldogs, and Wichita State's a little bit of a you'll, brand name. But yeah, you'll be flipping Jazz over. take precedence. But you'll yes. be flipping over no, during commercial We'll breaks. be flipping over to watch the Jazz, yes. Uh, well, I won't be flipping over to watch the Jazz game? Is that what you just no, said? I no, said no I'll be locked be... on the Jazz. Okay, good. We'll be locked on the Jazz. There we go. I'll no, have a second I'll, game I'll, to flip to. 
Well, no, I'll flip over to what's going on with the Kardashians. First things first, keep your L.A. roots. UCLA, Michigan State tips off. Scheduled for 7.57, so 8 o'clock. Inevitably, it'll be a little late anyway. Uh, And BYU gets the winner of that UCLA-Michigan State game at 8 o'clock. Group of college basketball players competing in this year's NCAA men's basketball tournament are using March Madness Bright Spotlight to push for changes in NCAA rules and federal laws that will provide more protections and opportunities to make money for college athletes. Spearheaded by a trio of Big Ten upperclassmen, they plan to protest throughout the tournament on social media using the hashtag NotNCAAProperty. Host panel discussions with athletes and experts to discuss unjust NCAA rules and ways to ensure college athletes are treated fairly. They did not indicate any plans to boycott games. Well, that's their biggest leverage right there. Oh, that would be stupid. Not doing it. <laughs> it's, that's my biggest leverage. It's also your biggest self-spite. I, I, I say go for it, man. Do it. I'm, as someone who paid for, and I think I'm the only guy on the station, who paid for every cent of his college education, uh, I would hashtag free education, but that's just me. But I don't begrudge these guys from doing it. Why not? It's sort of symbolic. It's like putting a sign in your, your high on your hill mountain, top home, acting like you're actually doing something. Except putting a sign. That's all you're doing is putting a sign. Yeah, I'll give you all sorts of emotional support. How about you give me money and you sell your house and you go move to the other side of town where it's low income and help people out? You know, th- this is to me. I view it as symbolic. But why not? Sure. What do, what do you got to lose? I, I think they should open it up and let these kids because they're already getting money. I mean, if, if you don't think that the top players are getting money, I, I can't. I can't say it enough. You're 100% naive. But go ahead. I'd say let them do it and let these kids get as much money as they can. Because they think that that's what they want. And who doesn't want more money? I mean, everybody does. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Two civil lawsuits that have been filed against Houston, Texas quarterback Deshaun Watson alleging inappropriate conduct during massages on two separate occasions, two separate plaintiffs, both from dates in 2020. We told you about the first one yesterday, but now there is a second one, so we're going to sit around and wait for tomorrow and see if there's going to end up being a third one here and where this is headed. As for the signings... <laughs> As for the signings, former All-Pro corner Patrick Peterson is signing with the Vikings on a one-year $10 million deal. Kyle Van Oy signing with the Patriots. Two years, $13.2 million for Van Oy to leave Miami and go back to New England. Many of these deals had already been rumored ahead of time, but now they can officially announce them. Deadline yesterday afternoon. So, Yeah, I think as far as the Patriots, you know, they've made a number of signings. And I think they used this last season sort of regroups here where they were because they had players opt out, players leave. It was a crazy season, obviously. They had some some cap hits to eat, too, but now they've done that. Next year, assuming uh, we're assuming it's going to be somewhat of a degree of normalcy. I don't know that we'll ever get there again, but nevertheless, it should be more normal. So it seems like, you know, maybe regrouping. I wouldn't judge the point I'm making long-winded is I wouldn't judge the Patriots' future based on last season exclusively. 
yeah, I guess mentally I've established last season as kind of the floor for them and how much do they bounce back. I would expect some bounce back because there are a lot of things about last season that were odd, including the number of players they had opt out. So I'm thinking 7-9 and nine is the worst. Uh, Cam Newton back as quarterback for another year, and he did not throw the ball well at all, near or at the bottom in key statistical categories. Now, was he hurt and hiding some injuries? Is he going to be better just because he's healthier, or is he you know, basically all done? Should be a better team around him, so that ought to be worth something. Uh, you know, 7-9, if you win three more games, are you a playoff team? Now, the Dolphins did last year. They were 10 wins and didn't make it. Usually you make it with 10 wins, and they didn't. But I don't know that they can get all three of those wins back. See how it plays out. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, TV voice of the Utah Jazz, Craig Bowlerjack at 8 o'clock. Carlos Silva Jr. covers the Texas Tech Red Raiders. The Lubbock Avalanche Journal, Texas Tech getting ready to play Utah State. He'll be on at 9 o'clock right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.